We're here in the Victoria pub with Chloe's favourite band that she listens to day in, day out. Lines for a poem here in Saltburn. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Saltburn. Thank you very much. First question I want to ask is, how did you form and how did you meet? Right. So, I've been friends with Gary, our lead singer, who can't be here today because he's teaching in Denmark. I've been friends with him for around 10 years. And I used to um, just play a little bit of bass to some of his songs. We used to do a couple of fortnights and stuff like that. And it was good, but we always wanted to form a band. Then, obviously, he met you, didn't he, Paddy, through cricket? Yeah, ironically, yeah, we met playing for Saltburn Cricket Club. Um, and I just knew he was a, a very good uh, guitarist and stuff like that. So we always talked about it. And then we started putting gigs on in Middlesbrough and stuff like that. And I got him to play a few times. And uh, I was on his own, though, wasn't it? was on his own, yeah. And so you came down and, and came to watch yeah, us. Yeah. And I came to watch Gary and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And uh, so we said, look, why don't we just have a crack at it, you know? We got to we got together, it was in December last year, we got together in um, Above Dot Browns, it's where uh, we used to practice like for a, f- a few of our uh, practice sessions, trying to work out where we want to be. We had four songs that Gary had already wrote, and we wanted to sort of change them into band songs, put some drums to them, put some bass to them. Um, and you sped up the drum beat to Ferdinand, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started out as like a really slow acoustic song. If you go on Gary's SoundCloud, you can hear it. And it was like really slow and it, re- a really good song. And then you put this drum beat to it, didn't you? You started tapping away like with a bit of a faster drum beat. Gary, like there was an electric guitar in there, Gary was like, hang on. Picked up his electric guitar, started doing a bit of a riff to it, and then we just loved it, didn't we? Like, yeah. loving what we were hearing, and then... Didn't we do a gig on our first practice? Yeah, our first practice. Um, we did a gig after it. Yeah, you know, Tony came upstairs, didn't he? he yeah. Said, um, there's a retirement party downstairs in Doc Brown's and they could do with a bit of music. Do you want to come down? <laughs> <laughs> so we went down as about 40 or 50 people in the pub. Yeah. Played, we played four songs. I mean, that was, what, that was one of my first live gigs as well. Yeah, you've <laughs> never played I, before. I, I, I used to, I played bass like for quite a long time. I was never in front of a crowd. Um, but yeah, <laughs> first, first practice we ended up playing a live gig. Yeah. And they appreciate it. We just did some covers and then some other stuff we played Solver. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. So how did the album come along? How did that transpire during lockdown? Well, we'd obviously, we'd, we'd played that gig. That was our first gig. We'd only played two since then. Um, we played New Year's Eve and we played BBC Sounds um, uh, Independent Venue Week at Sticky Fingers. Yes. Um, and but then, so that so that was that was basically it, wasn't it? We, yeah. We, we we went to lockdown shortly. That after. lockdown happened. Yeah, exactly. That and just we kind of just things. we just kind of just sort of eased into that, and then I was I was looking for something to do. I was bored out of my head, and I'd, I'd never tried recording before. So I thought there's a thing on my phone called Garage Band. I thought oh that probably does something. So I I basically watched a load of YouTube videos and then I sent Gary a a message saying can you just do us a favour because I knew he put demos on SoundCloud can you just do us a favour just play Saltburn and send me the files so he sent me the files and then I put a, I put drums to it and I put uh, cellos to it and stuff like that because I, I play about with synthesizers and stuff like that and I thought oh it's alright so I think I said right yeah. get Jack to give us a bass line and we, we literally went on on like Amazon and, uh, and other shops that are available other, other mainstream services are available that's all I'm going to say so we went on the uh, that jungle website and then <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's named after a jungle. It's named after a jungle. No, I, got, I got it. <laughs> so we went on that. Um, but we can't say what it is. It's radio. Um, 
and we bought just like 30, 40 quid. Bog standard gear. Bog standard gear. What your interface is. I literally have my yeah. laptop. Like, plastic, bits yeah. of plastic that you would like probably break if you dropped it. I mean, it. you can hit, I mean, that for the first EP that is out now, um, when you listen to it, I don't know if you can tell whether it's just been done with like box standard gigs. I think like some of the, it's some, it's some of the mobile phone. yeah, it's all done on a mobile phone. Like we weren't yeah. in the studio for any of it. It's literally all bedroom recorded. So we were just because we couldn't see each other either because of lockdown. It was just a case of emailing each other while files saying, "What do you think of this? Does this need redoing?" And then it all just came about. And you mixed, you did quite a lot of mixing, didn't you? And then it just I did a lot of mixing. We also got uh, some guys from Goose Records to uh, mix. Yeah. So. Um, Toddy and uh, James and Nigel are going um, so they kind of did spruce it up a little bit but uh, there was a fu- there was a funny story about it because we released the EP about <laughs> we actually released it about four days before we released it um, that was because of the service where you as it releases it all at one time yeah. well, for some reason it released way earlier than they told us it was going to no. <laughs> so, so I was, I was, I get when I was mixing, when I was doing a lot of the mixing and doing a lot of the recording, I was layering stuff and layering stuff and layering stuff on, on one of the songs. You don't know. And I got it quite obsessive. I got quite obsessive. So what I used to do is I used to just constantly have my phone in the pocket, just listening to the levels and. and so I was, I walked to the shop and I bought a load of beer, and I'm walking back from the shop and I'm listening again and listening again and I walk back and walk back. Fine. So EP goes out. It's on Spotify. It's on everything and. I'm I'm listening to it for the first time through Spotify in my car and I'm driving with Aldi and other supermarkets are available. Yes, there are. <laughs> Aldi is my choice. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. Aldi the best. New John Smith's beer. Um, so I was driving up and I thought to myself, and I thought to myself, what is that in my boot? It's like, what is that noise? And it, it, I thought. Is there like glass in my book that's just smashing and stuff like that? Streaming your EP in so, your car stereo system. Oh, no, it's not. It's coming from the radio. So basically what must have happened is when I had my phone This is all after release, by the way. But it it's all on the it's available all streaming service. And it's in my, my phone's in my pocket and it's touched the record button and I've recorded over the cello at the end. I just oh, recorded this is, this, is, this is after the bar. Numerous bottles of beer just clunking like as I'm walking along. I, I just clunk, clunk, clunk. And so I, I was literally I was You can hear you. your car starting as well. Yeah, yeah. And here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I heard I heard right. When it came out on release, I think it was like maybe an hour you weren't listening to it and I I was listening to it as soon as it came out and I was thinking I was sat at home thinking what's that noise at the end of end of, after the bars and it, I thought it was like a um, it was your car starting I thought it was you a, thought, it, you I thought it, it was a plane starting you thought it was that. I thought there was a sound uh, effect because of the song what you like, thought it was was some sort of artistic yeah. thing that I put in there I thought it was an uh, effect I wasn't <laughs> I just been to the office I've got I've still got all the sound recording saved of Paddy going <laughs> absolutely off it on our WhatsApp saying it needs to be pulled oh my god <laughs> What have I done? Contact (laughs) Sony. Other record labels are available. (laughs) Sorry. No, yeah. You were absolutely raging with yourself. I was was crying with laughter. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. How did the song Saltburn come about? Because that just... As you know, it's my favourite. You've got an answer to this? I do, yeah. I actually don't know it. Do you not? Because we didn't write it. It's it's obviously a really in-depth song. Historically... 
going into detail about Henry Page and everything like that, and it all came about. Gary's not a history buff. Like, well, I, I mean, it might be now. I've seen him for about two months. Um, a Saltburn leaflet came through his door, like a tourist sort of, like, you know, like what you'd hand someone if they were staying at a B&B around Saltburn? Yeah. came through his door. And he was actually reading through it, and it's actually a load of excerpts from this thing, and he was like... He was so just, he literally took that he, he was just reading through so it. So we were admitting to copyright preaching on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> we stole believe, your lyrics. Probably. I'm going to say nothing else. <laughs> no, we, yeah. It was should, like, shouldn't be lying to a poor, we should be lying to a leaflet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've been rumbled. There's me thinking it's original words. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh yeah, I don't think Gary was um, too clued up on the history of Saltburn that much until that lift came through his door, and then he just he just made a song up of it and he, he loved it. So yeah. Can you just that, a detail a... about the Zetland Hotel and yeah. Henry Keyes and... Don't get me wrong, I will say this now, like it's Gary has a correct. No, Gary does is a really he's so, got so much civic pride for Saltburn. Oh, he has. Yeah, he, yeah. he loves the place. He's the only like, one of the three of us who actually is yeah. from Saltburn. Yeah, yeah. He, he loves the place though. Like really loves yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and, that, and that's what we were really we, we, we're basically bringing his songs to life because yeah. uh, that, that was one of his own songs like the four that are on the EP now were all Gary songs on his own yeah, yeah. but the four that are coming out now or got coming up have all been written in lockdown yeah, yeah. like Gary is a machine he, he, I think in one week he sent us like three songs didn't yeah, he yeah, he just yeah. kept on spamming us with these amazing songs and we said we're going we're gonna to have to do another EP like in a short yeah, space of time so yeah there's other stuff in the pipe which is a lot it's really different as well to what we've released in the past it's, um, but it's still yeah. it's still like the, the new, there's a single getting released soon called Jet Lag Lenses and it's about he used to live in China um, he gets around Gary he, he, he taught in China and uh, he got quite homesick, didn't he? Yeah. Quite a bit. And so he, was, he, was, so he was coming home and stuff, and so he's flying out, coming home. But that is a hell of a flight. Right? I, think, I think one of the lyrics is, I'm on my 15th flight this year. He literally flew to and from China seven and a half times somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But he's, so he, and he lived in, you know, a lot of the songs are about um, him, him missing song. I could yeah. hear that in After the Bars. Yeah. That he, was wrote, he wrote yeah. that while he was living in Shanghai. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, he, um, a friend of his had kind of gone through a bit of a difficult time, I think, and he'd um, reached out to him. He'd, he'd, yeah, he'd rang Gary in, like, in, was he in China? Was he in Newcastle? It was ruined, Big difference. No, I think, I think it was in China. I think it was his first year in China. So they'd spoken and, and they were talking about when they used to literally go out around Salpen on a Thursday night and uh, everyone got to spar at the end of the road by then, but nobody'd make it and they'd just sit in the train station drinking the rest of the cans and stuff, so... Just a really jolly cheering about drinking, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. all it is. Used to have clunking drink bottles on it as well. Yeah, it did, like, yeah, until you pulled the doors out. Yeah. <laughs> until there was a car starting up at the back of the sun. <laughs> Guy mowing his lawn. How would you describe your relationship as a band? So, as band members, like, what are you like together? Strong. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. No, there's, no, there's no arguments, there's, no, there's nothing really, is it? No. Nothing like that. When lockdown ended, we made a point of going, when we were allowed to meet up, we made a point of going down the beach. And Gary brought his ukulele down, because yeah, yeah. he, he had some ideas he wanted to spin off to us. I don't know, that was the first time we seen each other in ages, and it was just, yeah, it was, it was so good, man. It was, good night, that. Just took a crate down there, went through some song ideas, and two of the songs that he brought out down the beach, and we're on that new EP, aren't we? 
Yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah, that'll be out soon. But yeah, no, our relationship as a band is really good at the moment. Who are your... At the moment? We're now going to Denmark. Yeah, you better get back here soon. Who are you influenced by as a band? What musicians? I think... Go on, sorry. I know some people don't like answering that, like they like their own originality, but I always think everyone's influenced by somebody. Well, well we can answer it because we didn't write the songs. <laughs> so we like to, I've always been. No, so I think, I, I don't know, like we, Gary's obviously, Gary writes the bare bones of the song, so all his songs were really designed for him and his acoustic guitar, and that's it. Um, so in the sense, we've all written the songs, haven't we? We've just yeah. written the later part of it. So Whether it be temp, coming up with tempos or coming up with effects, stuff like that. But yeah. I can say with Gary, um, he's told me before that like when he writes, I think he he's one of his influences is uh, Lewis Watson. I think uh, I think he loves Lewis Watson. There was a guy who wrote Ferdinand after the interview. Oh God! Um, <laughs> should not be. He's a real thing. Dan. He was part of the Twenty Seven Club. Um, yeah. Oh, well, never mind. Oh, God. Looks, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to bug me that now. I can't remember his name. Uh, Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, that's a big influence yeah. Gary. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so he, he's, his influences are kind of a lot of really kind of individualistic songwriters. Um, and what's come out on Ferdinand, from, from my perspective, is, because I've done a lot of the production, is that, and Ferdinand is an example, and the new single as well as, I mean, bands like The War on Drugs and The National, who sort of use a lot of ambient synthesizers and stuff like that, so I've kind of brought that into it. I'm just into really nice bass, I don't know, really yeah. nice bass riffs, and like, if I can contribute something he's, like he's with the bass line, I will always try, but I'd say my bands that I've always, like, sort of, Aim to aspire to be um, the Wombats. <laughs> like, oh, moving to New York. Yes. Let's uh, dance to Joy Division. Yeah. I'll, I'll work, and uh, kill the director. Yes. That, 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 uh, what is it, a guide to love, loss. Um, love, loss, and desperation. Yeah. Do you have any any news for the fans? Any upcoming music or gigs that are going to be going on? Or seventy-one monthly listeners. Oh, uh, tell them. <laughs> um, so we have a new single coming out shortly because we don't know what the official date. Is. You know how excited that makes me. The fact you have new music. We will release an EP and then we, we don't hear for like six months yeah, to a year. Record. But yeah, but we record we. Yeah, we, it's just because it was so, we're doing it so primitively, it doesn't cost us anything. It's yeah, we can just churn it out. Yeah, um, but yeah, so there's a new single out called Jet Lag Lenses. It'll be out shortly. Yeah, um, you can maybe we'll we're have talking about the next couple, next couple of weeks probably. Yeah, we're, we're, we're nearly there. Like, it's nearly there. It's nearly there. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be different to what we've released. It's a more well, it's more fast paced. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, basically what what what's amazing. Is what I did was I took a forky slow kind of mellow song of Gary's yeah and, from years ago and turned it into a uh, we'll say this now we took a lot of inspiration from Sam Fender Sam the Borders Fender, yeah, oh yeah massive massive fan of yeah, yeah, yeah we, we took sort of inspiration well you Which he, like, obviously he t- he's big on the war on drums as well so we yeah so I, I, take, a of, yeah. I, took, yeah. I take a lot of influence from the way they write songs and stuff so yeah. Basically, taking it's like taking an Oasis song and giving it to Kylie Minogue or someone like that. There's an analogy for it. Wow, but basically, we're in a different place. It's out, it's out <laughs> soon. It's out soon. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna ask, how would you describe the genre of news if you are? Oh, to be honest, that's the thing, are they? With this new EP, I don't know because it's all over the place. Yeah, it's like some songs are forky, some songs are a bit heavier, some songs yeah. are fast paced. It's like I don't know, like I think I think because like songs like Saltburn, because Gary used to play them around, around that around the four clubs and stuff. So um, I think we started off kind of 
like that. We like to think of ourselves as India, think of maybe we may be going in that direction. Yeah, definitely. How did you come up with the name, Lines from a Poem? Uh, well, Paddy can cover this one. Uh, no, it's just, um, obviously we're from down this way, so I'm a surfer. Uh, and it's uh, an old surf film about my dad for Christmas one year, um, about 2005, I think it was. And it was called Lines from a Poem, it's an Australian... Uh, Indie surf, surf film. Indie surf film, yeah. yeah. Shot in like old cameras and stuff like that, so it's pretty cool. And I always just remember and think to myself, that would be a great name for a band.